The following is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball. And he drills that. Deep to right center, center fielder, late break. It's into the pines. A two-run home run. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. Now, for all the action, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back to Larry H. Miller Field for game two of today's twin bill between the BYU Cougars and the St. Mary's Gales. Gales take the first game 6-4 to four and take the series. They've already won two of three. BYU trying to salvage one in the second game of two today and three of three on the weekend. My name is Greg Rubel. Let's get you our starting lineups brought to you by Big O Tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. St. Mary's with the same starting, uh, same batting order. Dalton Mayshore leads off, plays right field. Gavin Napier plays second base and hits second. Christian Almanza hits third and plays first base. Coleman Schmidt hits cleanup and plays left field. Bill Ralston, the third baseman, hitting fifth, hitting sixth. Nick Mistoni, the DH, hitting seventh. Blake McDonald, the catcher, hitting eighth. Jared Medham, the shortstop. And out of the nine hole, the center fielder, Seth Nager. Ready to go. Dalton Mayshore will face BYU starting pitcher Ben Hansen. Hansen, 0-0 with a 3.86 ERA and making his second start of the season. The tall right-hander on the hill kicks and fires and delivers a called strike one. We are underway here in the second of two at Larry H. Miller Field. Good to have you with us. Greg Rubel with you. We are on the BYU Radio app and app only along with BYURadio.org for our second game today. The 0-1 to Mayshore. And one ball and one strike. The count is even. Ben Hansen. Out of Pleasanton, California. Six foot six, two hundred ten pound freshman, the right-hander. Facing the right-handed bat of Dalton Mayshore. He'll ground to Alex Sardina. He'll gobble up and fire to Jacob Wilk for a 4-3 ground out to begin the game. BYU defensively. Sardina, just mentioning at second. Wilk at first. Call at short. Jones at third. Goff behind the plate. Hansen, of course, pitching. And left to right in the outfield. Luke Anderson. Tate Gamble. And Ryan Sapiti. BYU dealing with some injury issues season long and today especially. No Ozzie Pratt, no Austin Deming in the lineup. Cole Gamble remains out. So a uh, lot going on and not a lot of it positive from a personnel standpoint for BYU. Some light snow flurries begin to swirl as ball one's delivered from Hansen to Gavin Napier, the second baseman. And Napier goes 5-6 hole for a single to left. And the Gales have their first base hit of game number two. So Mayshore grounds out 4-3. And Napier grounds a single to left. Napier in the first game today. Had an RBI and a hitless first game. He was 0-4 with an RBI. Hansen will throw back over to first. Napier back safely. Christian Almanza in the box. Almanza in game one was hitless with an RBI. In fact, the first five batters in the batting order had one RBI for St. Mary's and a 6-4 win. A take of strike one. 0-1 as Ben Hansen gets ahead. Flurries in 33 degrees right now. Flurries expected to stop in the next hour or so. We've got a feels-like temperature of 26 degrees with a Seven-mile-per-hour wind out of the west. That's chopped foul down the first baseline. No balls and two strikes as Ben Hansen stays ahead of Christian Almanza, the former University of Utah player. Almanza manning first today. St. Mary's coming in at 8-11. and 11. BYU falls to 7-14 and 14 with their loss in game one today. The 0-2 from Hansen to Almanza. The left-handed bat of Christian Almanza. The lefty bats in head coach Greg Moore's lineup are Almansa at the three spot, Ralston in the five hole, and Nager out of the nine spot in the batting order. Napier takes a lead. Almanza digs in for the 0-2 and takes low for ball one. BYU falls to 4-8 and eight in daytime games with their loss in game one today. And BYU's now 0-10 on the year when they score six or fewer runs, managed only four in game one today. 6-4, the final in game one. Throw back over to first. And back safely is Napier. One ball, two strikes. One out, one on. And down and in for ball two. The count is even. 
Van Hansen looking down at his pitchcom wristband. The count, the uh, call is signaled in from the dugout on an electronic device there. He gets it on his LED display on his wrist. The 2-2. Two, two. Mm, just missing. Good pitch, too. That was a paint job by Ben Hansen. Could have been called a strike. Away from the left-handed hitting Almanza. Top of the zone, but a corner pitch just missing at 89 from Ben. 3-2. Runner will be on the move. Runner takes off as that's striped out of play opposite field on the University Parkway. And there are cars up and down the avenue right now, so that would have been a dicey one for motorists. That had some heat on it. Ben Hansen, fastball slider change. Fastball 87 to 91, slider in the high 70s to low 80s and a change in the same vicinity. Ben getting his second start of the season. And that's off the handle. Fouled down the left field line. It'll get into the BYU dugout, stage three and two. And on the move with the pitch. The last two pitches has been Gavin Napier. He had a one-out single through the left side, and he's at first. BYU led four to three through seven innings in the opener. And the eighth inning got the Cougs again. Their worst inning by runs allowed all year. Gale scored three to go from down 4-3 to winning 6-4. to four. And so in the eighth inning alone, BYU's given up 31 runs this year. That's the most of any inning. The 3-2. One out, one on. Runner takes off. Ball low, and it's a walk. So Napier will reach second base on the base on balls to Almanza. So with one out, it's a single followed by a walk, and it's first and second with one out for Coleman Schmidt. Coleman Schmidt having himself a heck of a series. Coleman Schmidt in the opener was two for three with two home runs. And Coleman Schmidt in game one was one for four. And his one for one, one hit was, yes, a home run. Solo shot in the third. Put the Gales on the board. They led one nothing. BYU scored the next four runs, but then didn't score any more. That's low ball one from Hansen. The pitcher who ended game one for St. Mary's is slated to start game two. He threw just to one batter. Riley Lamb got Ryan Sapiti to fly out to right to end the game and preserve a save. His first save of the season, the 1-0. And a back pick at second. Jogging back safely is Napier. Sardina covering there. So only Jacob Wilk is a player you would expect to see in his fielding position here in game 22. Injuries have forced all kinds of shuffling as that's taken strike one, one and one. Coleman Schmidt. You've got Easton Jones playing at third. He'd been at second all season. You've got Chad Call at short. He'd been at second. You've got Alex Sardina at second. He'd been play, he'd been on the bench until Pratt went out. The 1-1 low for ball two. Two and one with one out and two on here in the top of the first. Van Hansen on the hill, the right-hander for BYU, facing the right-handed batting, Coleman Schmidt. Schmidt the left fielder. The RBI leader now for St. Mary's. The 2-1. That's called strike. Good pitch. Fastball at 89 from Hansen. Schmidt's home run in the third of game one. Gave him 17 RBI on the year to lead the Gales. The 2-2 from Ben from the stretch. Kicks and fires, and that's low and away for ball three. The count is full. So, three balls and two strikes. One out. Runners at first and second. They'll be running. They take off. And that's opposite field. They'll have to get back. Charging in as Sapiti makes the catch. No doubling opportunities as both runners get back. They were on the move. And Coleman Schmidt flies out to right for out number two here in inning number one. The Gales have taken the series. Now they look for the sweep. BYU falls to 1-4 and four in WCC play. The Gales go to 3-2. and two. And BYU at 1-4 uh, and four on the year may be in the cellar. Unless 
USF loses, and it appears USF will lose. That's a grounder to first, measuring it well as Wilk. He'll take it himself. It'll be an unassisted ground out to first base, and BYU's out of the top of the first. St. Mary's no runs on a hit. There were no errors, and two runners left. Down we go bottom one, 0-0. Cook's bat for the first time today in game two, that is. Coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. To back here at Miller Park. We're in the bottom of the first in game two of two. Twin build today. BYU to St. Mary's. The Gales take the opener six to four. And BYU looking to salvage one in this three-game series. Mentioned WCC scores a moment ago. LMU's about to win at San Francisco. So USF would fall to 0-5. BYU would not be in the cellar. The Cougs would be next to last at 1-4. Pepperdine may join the Cougs at 1-4. They trail Gonzaga. 10-7, bottom seven in Malibu. Leading off for BYU, Tate Gamble, the center fielder. Riley Lamb on the hill for the Gales. Lamb finished things out in game one. Got his first save of the season. It's inside to Tate around the kneecaps for ball one. Tate in game one today was 0 for 3 with a run scored. Oh, that's a called strike on the down and inside corner. Fastball at 90 from Lamb. The 1-1. That's fouled back. Roller to the backstop. Riley Lamb, fastball will top out around 91. He'll give you a slider in the mid-80s. And those are his two primary pitches. Fastball slider. And that's a slider down and in for ball two. Count even at two and two to BYU's first batter in game number two. Tate Gamble. Brother Cole has come in as a pinch, a pinch hitter in both games one and two of this series. Two ninth inning pinch hit appearances. And that'll be away and up top for ball three. Tate Gamble is leading off for the first time as a BYU Cougar. Tate batted sixth in the first game. He has batted second four times this year, leading off for the first time. The 3-2. Swings on it and fouls it out of play down the third baseline. Count stays 3-2 to Tate Gamble. 5-foot, 1090-pound junior out of Alpine, Lone Peak, and CSI. The Gamble brothers, both Lone Peak products and both Juco products. 3-2. That's a walk, a leadoff walk for Tate Gamble. So base on balls for Tate. He's aboard for Luke Anderson. Cole Gamble played his Juco ball at Salt Lake and Tate Gamble his Juco ball at College of Southern Idaho. Luke Anderson in the opener today. Was two for four. And so in two games against St. Mary's this weekend has gone five for eight. And he hadn't started in a week and a half for this last game. That's hitting the air to the opposite field. Short right. For Dalton Mayshore. Mayshore will make the catch. Retreating is Tate Gamble. One gone on the flyout to right for Luke Anderson. Luke Anderson in the first game against St. Mary's came in as a pinch hitter. Got his three hits as a pinch hitter. And so three of four in the opener. And then two for four in game two. Five for eight goes to five for nine on a flyout to right for Luke. Ryan Sapedi will now hit. He was BYU's last batter in game one. He was the tying run at the plate in the opener, but flew out to right. It was a slicing ball. Nice play by Mayshore to end the threat, the inning in the game. In St. Mary's favor, 6-4 was your final score. The 0-1 with one gone and one on. Ryan Sapiti, BYU right fielder, batting. The 0-1. Foul ball. Well out of play. Down into the dormitory area, down the first baseline. The Heluman Halls complex. The 
The Marion Center beyond us in center field, looming large over the baseball softball facility. Slider missing at 85 for one ball and two strikes to Ryan Sapedi. The 1 2, foul to the screen. And the count stays with one ball and two strikes. Riley Lamb, the starter, got the save in game one. A 7.71 ERA to begin the day, making just his fifth appearance and making his first start. And that sends Ryan Sapiti backing away at 2-2. Two two. Fastball at 90 in tight to Sapiti. Cooper Vest on deck. Jacob Wilk after him. One gone here in the bottom of the first and one on. Count goes full. So three and two to Ryan Sapiti with Luke Anderson. Beg your pardon, Tate Gamble at first. Anderson flied out to right. That's your one out, one on situation for Sapiti. So Tate Gamble takes his lead and on a full count. Takes off. And fouling it back to the screen is Sapiti. Riley Lamb... 6-1-2-0-5, senior. Transfer from USC. Working from the stretch. Here in the bottom of the first, St. Mary's keeps their away gray ensemble. Same uniforms, and BYU so too. The same white and navy blue pinstripes from game one. That's a breaking ball in. And a called strike, barrel on the shoulder, and a backwards K-2 out for BYU here in the bottom of the first inning. So leadoff walk. And Duff Tittle tells me that leadoff walks score 80% of the time in college baseball. We'll see if the odds hold here for BYU in the bottom of the first. There's a leadoff walk, Tate Gamble. Luke Anderson flew out, and Ryan Sapiti struck out. We'll see what Cooper Vest can do with Gamble on first. A throw back to first by Riley Lamb. And Tate dives back safely. Temperatures will not leave the 30s today. And we've had some sunshine, cloud cover, flurries. The day began with a playing surface entirely covered in snow and ice. Been a wild day and a wild week of weather and a wild month of March. The calendar says spring is here, but uh, we've not seen it yet. 1-0, two gone, one on. We're scoreless. And that's down and in. Backing away is Cooper Vest. Two balls, no strikes. We're bottom one here at Miller Park. Game two of two and game three of three for the weekend. Doubleheader today after one on Thursday. No ball baseball yesterday with all the accumulation. The 2-0 and oh and a high throw back to first. Doing well to keep it in the leather was Almanza. As diving back was Gamble. Gamble leadoff walk. Anderson and Sapiti retired. Two gone for Cooper Vest. The 2-0 from Lamb. That's grounded, hard charge by the shortstop. Lobs a throw to first and still got Vest. Not a lot on that throw, but enough to get Coop at the back. And so, after a leadoff walk, a fly out, a strikeout, and a ground out. And BYU's out of the first inning after no runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on. We go top 2-0-0, Cougs and Gales on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Ben Hansen delivers away for ball one to Nick Mistoni. First hitter in inning number two. St. Mary's and BYU tied 0-0 after one. Right-hander on the hill, right-handed batter in the box. And that's delivered back up the middle, a single to center field for Mistoni. Nick Mistoni in the first game today was 0-4. And his first at-bat in game number two is a single to center field. Gales have their second hit of game two. They out-hit BYU 11-8 in the opener. And BYU, in being out hit this year, is now 1 and 10. 0 and 10 in scoring six or fewer, and the Cougs did not get to six in the first game. So, leadoff batter aboard, Mistoni. McDonald digs in and fouls back to the screen. BYU baseball brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. 
Second game of our twin bill. St. Mary's has won the series and looks to sweep the 0-1. And that's another base hit right up the middle. So back-to-back singles to center. And Mastoni and McDonald are both reaching on base hits here in inning number two. Mastoni goes to second. McDonald at first. And first and second, no one out. Ben Hansen from the stretch facing Jared Medham, the shortstop. He'll step off and throw to second. Just lobs it up there for Sardi, who covers that second. St. Mary's had not won a game in Provo in eight years until Thursday. Now they've won back-to-back games here at Miller Park. In fact, they've won back-to-back games for the first time all season with wins on Thursday and now in the opener here today, Saturday. Ben Hansen delivers, squaring to bunt was Medham, pulls it back on ball one. One ball, no strikes, no one out, two on. A runner in scoring position for Jared Medham here in inning number two. Starting the day, St. Mary's was hitting 271 as a team with runners in scoring position. A square and a bunt. It's pop-up. It's bobbled, but caught by Hansen. He'll go to second for a double up for one. And to two for one and to one for three. It's a triple play. The Cougs have pulled off a triple play in the top of the second. The bunt popped to Hansen. A bobble throws to second to get one and to one to get the other. Mastoni doubled off second. McDonald doubled off first. And the Cougs are out of the inning with a 1-4-3 triple play. Both runners doubled off. And we go to the bottom of the second. Scoreless. BYU and St. Mary's on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. We're going to change our 1-4-3 triple play to a 1-6-3 triple play. So in the uh, top of the second, Mastoni reaches on a single. McDonald another single. So first and second, no one out. Then Jared Medham tries to put down a sacrifice bunt, but popped it up to the catcher, Hansen. Hansen catches the ball on a slight bobble for the first out and doubles Mastoni off second. And it was Call covering the second base bag for out number, out number two. He fires to Wilk at first base for out number three with Sardi backstopping at first. So a 1-6-3 triple play got BYU out of the second. No damage done. And now to start the BYU second, Jacob Wilk leads off out of the five hole. So 1-6-3 triple play. Pop up to the catcher, but to the pitcher, and then to second base with a shortstop handles for two, and then to Wilk at first for three. So 1-6-3 triple play getting BYU out of a dangerous position at the top of the second. Bottom second now, and one and one the count to Wilk. Low for ball two from Riley Lamb. So Medham did not do his job. He just had to get the bunt down, and he did not. He popped it up. So the Gales were on the verge of a big inning until the bunt in the air unraveled everything. And runners were on the move, and that's down and in, but it's a corner zone strike for an even count at two and two. Fastball at 93 from Riley Lamb. Something you don't see every day or even every season is a triple play. We have one here today. Missing is Lamb for three and two. The count full with the bases clear to the leadoff batter. Jacob Wilk, first baseman. 0-0, bottom two here in Provo. It's a walk. As Preston Howie has come in in place of Lamb. I should have known the pitcher change there. So Preston Howie is the second pitcher for St. Mary's today. He's got a 5.06 ERA, and he's in in inning number two. And he walks Jacob Wilk. So Riley Lamb spelled by Preston Howie here in the second inning. Squaring is... Chad Call and pulls away for ball one. So new pitcher for St. Mary's is Preston Howie. He threw in game one back on Thursday. He was the third pitcher of six on that day. 
It's down and in, but a called strike. One and one to Chad Call. Howie threw two innings, gave up just one hit and no runs on Thursday. Again, Chad Call squares and pulls back on ball two. Light snow flurries begin again. In the late afternoon, almost 5 o'clock Mountain Time. Game two of two, game three of three. Two of two today and three of three on the weekend. Two balls and a strike two. Chad Call, lead batter aboard for the second time in as many innings for BYU. And that is a called strike on the outside edge. And down and low and off the box it appeared to be, but called strike by home plate umpire Brand, uh, Mike Jarbo. Mike Jarbo behind the plate. Hubbard Dunklin at first, Heath Jones at second, Brandon Butler at third. That's your Arbiter crew here in game two. The 2-2 from Howie to Call. Call out of the six hole, the shortstop. That's down and in. Too far down. Ball three. So Preston Howie in in inning number two. Riley Lamb started game number two. Chad Call batting, taking off is Wilk, and it'll be a walk of Call. So back-to-back walks. In the first inning, Tate Gamble led off with a walk. He ended up being stranded on a strikeout, rather a flyout, a strikeout, and a groundout. And here in the second, Jacob Wilk reaching on a base on balls. Chad Call on a base on balls. And now Easton Jones will bat. Easton Jones in game one today. Two for three with a run scored on an RBI. He was our Maersk most valuable player for BYU in game one. Bottom two of a scoreless game. Snow Flurry's present. Stepping off is Howie. He's got himself in some trouble. All he needs here is a uh, triple play ball. This was precisely the situation St. Mary's had in the top of the second. And a bunt, which we're seeing from Jones... <laughs> Ended up in a pop-up and nearly a back pick as Jones pulled back on the square up. They went to second, and Wilk was back in plenty of time. So Wilk on second, call on first. Jones in the box, and Jones was squaring to bunt there. So just get it down would be the advice after the top of the second. One ball, no strikes, no one out, and two on for BYU. Cooks looking to break open on top, and Jones squares and fouls back to the screen. One ball, one strike. So we shall see if Jones can do what Jared Meadows could not, which is put down a bunt with runners on first and second. Meadows was popped up and started a triple play. Jones again squaring on a 1-1 count. And that's in tight, so he'll back out of it. Two balls and a strike. It's a fastball at 92 from Preston Howie. Howie, primarily two-pitch mix, fastball slider. Fastball low 90s and slider low to mid 80s. That's fastball in for ball three. Three and one to Easton Jones. Fastball at 91. Three balls and a strike. No one gone and two on for Jones. Again, he squares to bunt. Puts it down the third baseline. Good bunt, charge, and fire from third to first and a sacrifice bunt. Jones retired, but advancing to third are Wilk and second are Call on the sacrifice 5-3 by Jones. It's now second and third with one gone for Alex Sardina. Sardina hitting out of the eight hole, the second baseman. He came in early in game number two, replacing Ozzy Pratt in the batting order and on the field. So one gone for Sardi. He's looking for his first bait base hit of the season. He bats with one out and two on and lifts it in the air to center. Will it be deep enough to score a run? Catch made in center. Tagging is Wilk and will have to come back. Throw in. Solid throw from Nager. And now it's two gone as Sardina flies out to center and not deep enough to bring home a run. So on the Sardi flyout, it'll bring up Parker Goff. He pops off the shin guards. He's catching. And so he was warming up, swinging in the uh, in the on-deck circle with the... Uh, the shin guard's on. He snaps him off and takes a spot in the batter's box. So the Kooks get the first two aboard on walks. They're now second and third. 
after a sacrifice bunt and a flyout by Sardi. So Sardina on the flyout to center field brings up Parker Goff. Goff in game one was one for three with a run scored on an RBI. And for the weekend series, Goff is three for six with two runs scored and an RBI. And having just entered the lineup this week, the 0-1 to Parker. That's down and in for ball one. One and one. The flurries have ceased, and the sunshine appears again here at Miller Park. One ball, one strike, two out, two on. Wilk on third, call on second. Runners in scoring position here for Parker Goff, and he'll take the barrel off the shoulder but hold back on ball two. Two balls and a strike. Goff hitting 556 in his first week of work. 2-1. That's called strike. A breaker in at 83 from Howie. So, the Gales are a strike away from getting out of a uh, difficult situation that began with back-to-back walks to begin the inning. We're scoreless here. Bottom two. 2-2 the count. That's fouled off the foot of Goff and over to the BYU dugout area. Two balls, two strikes, two out, two on in the second inning. St. Mary's no runs on three hits. BYU scoreless without a hit, but yet runners at second and third. The BYU base runners have all been courtesy bases on balls. Gamble in the first, Wilk and Call here in the second. But none of them have come across to score. After back-to-back walks to open the second, Easton Jones sacrifice bunt, then Alex Sardina fly out to center. Now Parker Goff hits in a 2-2 count. Preston Howie, righty on the hill, and right-handed bat in the box. Here we go. The 2-2 from the stretch. Howie comes set, kicks and delivers, and that's too low. Count is full with two out. Three balls, two strikes, and two gone. The Cougar catcher, Parker Goff, out of the nine hole. With two runners in scoring position and a swing and a miss, and the Gales do get out of it. They put the first two aboard, and Howie, who got himself into the jam, gets himself out of it, and we go scoreless to the top of the third. For BYU, no runs on no hits. There were no errors, and two were left aboard. 0-0, top three next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. St. Mary's center fielder Seth Nager leads off the top of the third. BYU baseball brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue. Bam Bam is bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try their tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. Bam Bam's located just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue. Proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. That pop of the leather was Ben Hansen delivering high ball one to Nager. Want to know the count? To the Gales center fielder. 0-0 here in the top of the third. Top of the third of uh, game two today. A chilly doubleheader. No baseball yesterday, but they did all they could to get two in today and required a lot of manpower to clear the field this morning, but it got done, and here we are. After game one goes to the Gales 6-4, to four, we're scoreless in game two. A foul tip, 2-1 to Seth Nager. Nager in the opener, two for five, with two runs scored on an RBI. He scored in that three-run eighth. Back up the middle. Slow roller. Call will handle. And fire to Wilkin time. Nice play by Chad Call behind the bag at second. And a ground out of Nager, 6-3. Brings us to the top of the order. Dalton Mayshore. Mayshore grounded out 4-3 to begin the game. Game one, he was three for five. With a run scored on an RBI. The 0-1. Goes to 0-2. Looked off the zone, but Ben Hansen got the call. A lot of players out there in long sleeves. Uh, Ben Hansen has his long sleeves pulled up. So it's a short sleeve look for Hansen, the right-hander. The 0-2 with one gone and 
no one on, and that's take for ball one. So one and two to Dalton Mayshore. With one out, the base is clear here in the top of the third. That's lifted in the air to right. It's going to get down in right center in front of the right fielder, Ryan Sapiti. So it's a one-out single for Dalton Mayshore. And Mayshore's nice day continues. He's now four for six, four for seven on the day. Four for seven today. After a three for five game one, a one for two game two, it's a one-out single to right center for Dalton Mayshore. And he is aboard. Gavin Napier. So back-to-back righty bats at the top of the order. Mayshore and Napier. Then Almanza with the left-handed bat. Waits on deck. Napier singled in the first after a hitless first game today. Strike call at 87. Lower third of the zone. Good pitch by Ben. Again, Ben, a three-pitch mix. Fastball slider change. Throw over to first. Wilk will handle. Diving back is Mayshore. The team to score first has won both games of the first two in the series. A steal attempt and a bounce throw to second allows Mayshore to slide in safely. So a stolen base for Dalton Mayshore. He's now three for five on a stolen base tries on the year. Actually had one in the first game today, so we're going to make Mayshore four for six on his stolen base tries. Two balls and a strike meantime to Gavin Napier. Some muted sunshine here late in the afternoon. We're after 5 o'clock, 5.08 Mountain Time. The 2-1 from Hansen to Napier is outside 3-1. Three, three balls and a strike, one out. And the runner on second is Mayshore. He's in scoring position for Gavin Napier. Napier came into the day hitting 273. Called strike on the inside edge. Fills the count at 3-2 with first base open. Gavin Napier with hits in six of his last eight games. The 3-2. That's low, puts Napier aboard. So, after a Seth Nager ground out to begin the inning, it's a walk of Mayshore, a stolen base, and a base on balls. And first and second for Christian Almanza. Almanza walked in the first inning. Almanza was hitless in the first game with an RBI. And got aboard but was stranded in inning one here today. Up game number two. Top of the zone strike at 79 from Ben Hansen. So Ben throws the change and gets called strike. 0-1 with one out and two on. Mayshore on second, Napier on first. That's fouled back to the backstop. 0-2. Today's game caps a four-game homestand for BYU. The homestand began with a UVU win over UVU Tuesday, then losses to St. Mary's Thursday, and then today's opener. Next four will be on the road. Next five will be on the road for BYU. The 0-2, and that's a grounder to second. Sardina has one place to go. That's first base. He'll get Almanza on the 4-3 ground out, advancing our Mayshore to third and Napier to second. And Coleman Schmidt will now hit with two out and two runners in scoring position. Schmidt came into the day hitting 3-11. Went one for four with a run scored on an RBI in the opener. Two out, two on. Hansen comes in, nearly got him on the elbow. He did, he hit him. So first pitch, it's an HBP, and the bases are now loaded for Bill Ralston. So Ben Hansen clipped Coleman Schmidt on the outside arm. No one in the BYU bullpen up. We're in the top of the third. Bases loaded and two out for Bill Ralston. 
Ralston's opener today was one for three with an RBI. Ralston's first game of the series on Thursday as he takes strike one. Was one for three with a run scored and two bases on balls. He's the batting average and hits leader for the Gales coming in two today. And he bats with the sacks stacked. The 0-1, two out, three on, top three of a scoreless game. And that's in tight on Ralston. One ball and one strike. The Gales have four hits but are scoreless. BYU without a hit through two innings. For top three, 0-0. BYU looking for the salvage game. The Gales have won the series. The 1-1. Hansen from the stretch. Grooves in. Strike two at 87. So the heater from Hansen. And Ralston has work to do. Down one and two in the count. Ralston grounded out to first base to end the first inning. The Gales in gray. The Cougs in white. The left-handed bat of Bill Ralston. The kick and fire. And that gets away from catcher Parker Goff. It'll go to the screen. And coming in from third to score is Dalton Mayshore. On a wild pitch, and runners advance to second and third. Napier to third, Schmidt to second. And scoring on the wild pitch is Dalton Mayshore. Bill Ralston stays in the box in a 2-2 count. And no one yet to the BYU pin. And Hansen laboring a bit right now, and that's high and tight for ball three. Three and two with two gone, and now two on. one nothing Gales. As a run scores here in the top of the third. The 3-2, and that's low. Oh, no, it's a late call of a strike. It's a backward K. Took a while for the call to come, but Ralston is retired on strikes. And the Cougs get out of the inning, but a run scores for St. Mary's. One run on one hit. There were no errors, and two were left aboard. We go bottom three. St. Mary's one, BYU no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. In the first two games of this series, the team to score first has won the game. St. Mary's has scored first in this game. Game two of two today, game three of three for the weekend. St. Mary's won, BYU no score. Bottom three, new pitcher for the Gales is Ryan Spolero. Spolero, who's made two starts on the year, makes his seventh appearance of the year. He's gone seven and one-third, has given up 13 hits, and walked six in seven and a third. Has given up ten runs, nine earned. A two-to-one strikeout-to-walk ratio at 12-6. His ERA is 11.05, so he's found himself in spots of bother. Enters the game with a one-run lead. Gales one and BYU no score. Bottom three here at Larry H. Miller Field. And the top of the order due up for BYU. Tate Gamble will face Ryan Spolero. Start off the third. BYU in trailing after three this year. Has gone two and five. They're 0-5 when tied after three. And they were tied after three in the opener today and lost that one 6-4. Spolero high for ball one to Tate Gamble. What does Ryan Spolero do? The right-hander with a two-pitch mix primarily. Fastball in the high 80s to low 90s. And a slider in the high 70s to low 80s. And he's behind 2-0 to Tate Gamble. Gamble led off the game with a base on balls and ended up being stranded. His next three batters were all retired. Anderson flew out. Sapiti struck out and Vest grounded out. That was back in the first. And Spolero's not on. He's delivered three straight balls to Tate Gamble. So... Gamble's a ball away from back-to-back walks, and he is walks leader for BYU. Tate Gamble on the year. And he gets another one. So Tate Gamble, who in the first game walked once for his 14th walk of the year, has his 15th to lead all BYU players. Second time today. Tate gambles aboard with a leadoff walk. We'll see if the Cougs can improve their fortunes from inning number one when they were retired in order after the gamble walk. Anderson bats now, the left fielder, batting righty against the righty Spolero, who's yet to deliver a strike. That's five straight balls for Spolero out of the pen. One ball, no strikes, no one out, one on. Gamble at first with a leadoff walk for the second time today. Zero 
runs for the Cougs on zero hits. St. Mary's one run on four hits. Six straight balls for Spolero out of the pen. That's 2-0 and to Luke Anderson. Has not found the zone yet. BYU down one nothing. Triple play for BYU in the second. A 1-6-3 triple play. 2-0 Spolero to Anderson. There it is, a called strike. Fastball at 89 from Spolero. 2-1 the count to Anderson. A 2-1. That's high for ball three. Of eight pitches thrown, seven are balls from Ryan Spolero. And the St. Mary's bullpen stays busy. They may need a guy sooner than later. St. Mary's won. BYU no score. Cougs looking for their first hit of the day here in inning number three. No one out, one on. Another walk. Nine pitches, eight balls from Spolero. And his day may be a short one. So back-to-back bases on balls. This is the second consecutive inning. BYU said back-to-back bases on balls. St. Mary's pitchers have walked five through two innings. Back in the second, Wilk walked, Call walked. Then after a 5-4 sacrifice bunt, it was a fly out and a strikeout, and the Gales got out of the inning despite walking the first two batters, but they do it again. They're playing with fire on a frigid day here at Miller Park, though. Back-to-back bases on balls, two on, no one out for Ryan Sapiti. Step off on a faked throw to second. That's the only one he gets in this at-bat. Sapiti one for five in game one. And a mound visit to Spolero. Sapiti on a four-game hit streak, a five-game reach streak. Head coach Greg Moore out to chat with Ryan uh, with uh, Spolero. And so in this series, the Gales have used all four of their pitchers named Ryan. Spolero being the fourth of four. We've seen Ryan Torek. We've seen Ryan Saunders. We've seen Ryan Wiltsey. We've now seen Ryan Spolero. And we've seen the last of Ryan Spolero. We'll take a one-minute break. New Gales pitcher after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Ryan Spolero came in through nine pitches, one of which was a strike. He is in, he is out. That is it. Spolero walks two batters. His day is done. And now with two on, it's Owen Cuff's job to get the Gales out of a jam. BYU down 1-0. Owen Cuff makes his sixth appearance of the year. He's pitched eight and two-thirds. He last pitched ten days ago. Has given up 16 hits in eight and two-thirds. He gets hit around. 11 runs, all earned, has struck out 11, walked 5. Two wild pitches and 11.42 ERA. In an attempt to sweep this series, the Gales may have to use a lot of available arms, it would appear, in game 2 of 2. The Cougs without a hit, but they've had five runners aboard on bases on balls. We're still in the bottom of the third, no one out. Gamble on second, Anderson on first, both reaching on walks. Ryan Sapiti due up. And Owen Cuff, the southpaw, left-hander, will face the right-handed bat of Ryan Sapiti. St. Mary's one, BYU no score. Gales one run on four hits. BYU scoreless and hitless so far today, but the St. Mary's pitching has been poor here in game number two. St. Mary's improving to four and three in away games with their win in the opener. It had been eight years since St. Mary's had won a game in Provo before their win on Thursday. They now win back-to-back games here at Miller Park. As the Cougs have lost now four of their last five to the Gales. Lost two of three in Moraga and have lost the first two here in Provo this year. Moraga series back in 2022. That's a breaking ball in for strike one from Owen Cuff. 
Cuff primarily fastball and slider. Fastball won't get much above 88. Slider in the high 70s. His preferred pitch arsenal, the 0-1 to Sapiti. That stayed high for ball one. Sapiti in the first game, singled in his first at-bat, then popped up, flew out, flew out, and flew out on a one-for-five day. But that hit early gave him a four-game hit streak and a five-game reach streak. Four hits in the series for Sapiti. Swings and misses, maybe a tip. Either way, foul one and two, the count. Four for nine in the series is Ryan Sapiti. BYU at Utah Valley on Tuesday, at Gonzaga next weekend, at Washington State a week from Monday. So five-game road swing ahead for BYU. One and two, the count to Sapiti. Two on and no one out. Bottom three, Kooks down one. And Sapiti fouls that to the dugout. One-handed snag there by Jacob Wilk on the top step. Nice job by Jacob. Good hands from the first baseman. BYU before today was averaging about 997 home fans. They've not had great weather to work with, the home fans, this year. The 1-2. And that is a swing and a miss. A breaking pitch from Cuff. Handcuffs Sapiti. And the Cougs have their first out at bat in the bottom of the third. Cooper Vast, who grounded out 6-3 in the first. Bats now in the third. Second straight inning, BYU's had the first two runners aboard on bases on balls. But in the second inning... Could only advance as far as third and second on a sack bunt before a flyout and a strikeout got the Gales out of the inning defensively. Cooper Vest on a clear count and one out and two on. A throw to second. As jogging back is Tate Gamble. He's on second, Anderson on first. Coop in game one today, one for five with an RBI. And so Coop's hit streak is now eight games strike one called off speed at 78 from Cuff seven of Coop's last 11 hits have been for extra bases a double in the third inning RBI double for Coop in game one today and again a team high eight game hit streak right now the 0-1 slider missing away one and one so Coop's had hits in each of the first two games of the series, obviously, with the seven-game, now eight-game hit streak. One for five on Thursday, one for five in the first game today, and 0 for one in the second game of the twin bill. The 1-1. Stayed up top for ball two. BYU's triple play in the second inning, only the fifth in school history. Van Hansen started it by catching a popped-up bunt. 1-6-3 it went for the triple play. The 2-1 with one out and two on. And that's called strike. Low, away, but strike two is the call from home plate umpire Mike Jarbo. Two balls, two strikes. Cuff came into a spot of bother and is trying to get the Gales out of this jam for a second consecutive inning. Walks induced. Breaking pitch fouled off. Count stays at 2-2. Two and two. BYU's triple plays have come in 1994, 1998, 2009, 2011, and now 2023. The last one BYU had back in 2011 was an unassisted triple play. The only one BYU's ever had. 2-2 the count here to Cooper Vest. Cook's down one nothing. bottom three. Cuff, the lefty, kicks and deals, and that'll be away. And up top for ball three. The count is full. Three balls, two strikes, one out. Base runners will be on the move here, you would think. One out situation. Left-handed hitting Cooper Vest. Lefty v. lefty here. Southpaw on the hill is Owen Cuff. The wind and fire, and a swing and a miss, and it's back-to-back strikeouts for Owen Cuff. And two are gone for BYU. So the Cougs got themselves back-to-back innings with back-to-back bases on balls to start each inning, and have yet to do anything with that situation. Wilk and Call were walked to open the second, 
They got as far as third and second on a sacrifice, but no farther. And now Gamble and Anderson bases on balls to start this inning. And they stay on second and first after back-to-back strikeouts of Sapiti and Vest. Wilk will now bat. Jacob Wilk, he walked and was stranded in the second. A homer in the opener on Thursday. Beg your pardon, a homer in the first game of today's twin bill in the fifth inning. Giving him four homers in his last seven hits. Jacob in the opener Thursday was hitless with a couple of walks. One ball, one strike, two out, two on to Jacob Wilk, the first baseman. And he takes strike two. Slider into 80 and the called strike. So Jacob's got work to do to stay in the count and keep the Cougars' offensive hopes alive here in the third. It is St. Mary's one, BYU no score. Bottom three. Cougs have two aboard but two out. Wilk waggles the bat over his right shoulder and grounds it to third. Bobbled by the third baseman. Everyone's going to be safe. The throw will go to first. Not in time. And off the bag. And so a mishandled ball by Ralston. The first error of the series for St. Mary's. And everyone's safe. No one scores, but now it's bases loaded for Chad Call. Maybe the break the Cougars needed there. An excellent defensive team. St. Mary's only 12 errors on the year coming into the game with their 13th and E5 allows Jacob Wilk to reach. Gamble goes to third. Anderson to second. Bases loaded for the left-handed hitting Chad Call. Lefty v. lefty here, and that's low and away. We'll see how Owen Cuff reacts to the defensive miscue by Bill Ralston at third base behind him. The inning should have been over. It's extended, and the Cougs have bases loaded now. Coming into the day, BYU is hitting 261 with the bases loaded. The 1-0. Called strike on the outside edge. Slider catches the corner at 79. One ball, one strike, two gone, three on. Chad called the batter. Call, walked, and was stranded in the second. He bats now in the third. BYU's down 1-0. Cougs needing a big hit. Down one, one zip. Swing and miss, and one and two the count. Call with a healthy hack on the off-speed at 78. A change from Cuff. And now calls down one and two. Left-hander on the hill. Left-handed hitter in the box. The one-two, two out, three on. BYU down one. And that's a grounder foul down the first baseline. Count stays one and two to call the shortstop. Chad Call has reached and all of his starts... Making his sixth consecutive start. And he's on a six-game reach streak. Was hit by a pitch to reach in the first game. And walked in his first at-bat of the second game. Two and two, the count low and away. Two balls, two strikes, two out, three on. Bases loaded for BYU bottom three. St. Mary's one and BYU no score. Owen Cuff on the hill. The wind and fire, and that will get away. Wild pitch. Run will score. The Cougars have tied the game. This inning should have been over. And St. Mary's with an error and a wild pitch allows Tate Gamble to score. The Cougs' first run. We're tied at one, bottom three. Advancing to third is Anderson. To second goes Wilk, and first base is clear with a count at three and two. Cuff lost it on a 2-2 count. Three balls, two strikes, two out. Now two on in a 1-1 ball game. The Ralston error has allowed the Cougs to score a tying run. A nubber to the pitcher. Cuff, he's going to go to first and make the low throw, and it's another error. Scoring from third is Anderson. Coming around to score from second is Wilk, and the Gales have come undone on defense. Error free until this inning of this game during the series, and it's 3-1 BYU as the Gales are just chucking the ball around the park right now. The Ralston error, the cuff error on the handled bunt, and it's 3-1 BYU. Unearned runs put the Cougs on top by two. So Chad Call reaches on the E1, and scoring on the E1 are Anderson and Wilk. And it's 3-1 BYU. The wild pitch brought Gamble in. 
and then a throwing error from the pitcher. Two more score, and 3-1 Cougs. No hits for their three runs. The 1-0 to Easton Jones, who fouls it back to even the count. BYU does not have a hit on the day, but they've had base runners aplenty and have scored three already. 3-1 Cougs. The Gales one run on four hits and two errors, their first two of the series, only their 13th and 14th of the year. The 1-1 to Jones. Settles in for strike two. Called strike at 80. So Gamble, Anderson, and Wilk scored the Cougs' first three runs, all unearned and all without a hit. And on a simple throw to first there, Cuff bounces it to his first baseman, Almanza. The pitching, poor. The defense, poor. And BYU taking advantage for a 3-1 lead. 1-2 the count. And that's a called strike, and a backward K in Easton Jones will end the inning with the barrel on the shoulder. But BYU scores three runs without a hit. There were two errors, and one was left on. We go to the top of the fourth. BYU 3, St. Mary's 1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.